We're live. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy, Tommy G, here with the Thursday, I believe it's Thursday, edition of the Stay Cashin Show. We got a lot going on. We got a lot breaking as we're going on air. Um, supposed to be a quiet Thursday, you know, just kind of getting ready for uh, conference championships. Uh, it's getting pretty loud pretty quick, Evan. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had no idea what you were talking about when uh, you called me 10 minutes ago. It's getting loud fast. It's getting loud. So we're going to talk. I don't even think Rackets knows about what's going on. Rackets, you don't know what's going on with Vince McMahon, right? No idea. Bill didn't know until I told him he was watching a cop show or something. This all just broke in like the last hour. So we don't have full details on what's going on with Vince McMahon. But there's a lot going on with Vince McMahon that ties directly into Tommy G's fucking Epstein pedophile universe. Uh, We'll try and keep it PC for the YouTubers as much as we can for Evan. Actually, not for the YouTubers, but we won't. Please. So, uh, yeah, we won't. So that's going to happen. Joey Rackets. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. Fantastic. Yeah, doing good. All right. You got your Sabalanka through, looking like you're going to get that dub on the future. Yep. Talk easy. a little talk easy a little peasy. bit. Of, I wouldn't say easy peasy. We'll talk a little no, bit about uh, squeeze. I wouldn't say it was easy peasy. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Sabalanka and Coco Goff. That match last night, me and Rackets were at odds. My picture's a little crooked here. I'm going to try and fix this behind my back. Uh, Bill Rupp, ladies and gentlemen. Potential mayor Bill Rupp. How you doing, Bill? Maybe. Um, there's also a big fantasy football cheating scandal going on. Ooh. Lots of lots of scandals. I saw on ESPN, uh, big big finals cheating scandal. A bunch of people were fired from fantasy football championship or whatever. From really? Yep. Wow, lots of chaos. Lots of lots of shady shenanigans going on right now around the world of sports. That's for damn sure. So, uh, Evan, where do we start? I think we should start with the more uh, lighter news. Jim okay. Harbaugh. Let's ease our ease our way into it. Jim Harbaugh. Is okay. going to uh, the Chargers. Racket, start with you. I mean, we all kind of knew this was coming. You've said it's a lock, stock, and battle from the beginning. So we'll start with you. Yeah, uh, that's exactly where I thought he was going to go. Is Chargers, California, West Coast. Uh, decent quarterback, decent defense. The they've been la- they they have they have players on that team. They just haven't put it together, and they've steadily gone downhill in the last five years. Yeah, I think it's a good. I think. I think it's a good move. Who was the? Who was it? Was it Howie? Was it the news? Was it one of you guys? Was it Evan? Someone was talking about how Harbaugh was like waxing poetic and raving about uh, Justin Herbert at yeah. an event. I don't know. That's the only reason he went there. Yeah. Where did he we hear Herbert. that though? Was that on ESPN? Was that from everywhere? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, everywhere. I don't remember where that came from. He wants that, to coach Herbert. That was the thing that cinched it for me, dude. If you're a coach and you got a decision on where to go and you are head over heels in love with the quarterback that's sitting there and he's young, uh, that was the no-brainer spot. So I don't think any of us are surprised. Are you surprised he never got out of L.A. to go interview with Atlanta? Like, that seemed like a interesting move by Harbaugh to not go. Well, no, they, that... made, him a, they made him an offer big enough so that he wouldn't go there. I mean, if I'm him, though, I know that offer can get bigger, right? L.A. Evan? or Atlanta? Well, L.A., he went to the Chargers, and then he took the offer, never met with Atlanta. Hoffman's taking credit for the Harbaugh thing, he said. The Herbert? Yeah, Hoffman. Okay, maybe it was Herbert. Maybe it was Hoffman. I would, I would much gonna, rather go to – I'm going to give it to Hoffman. The situation the Chargers are in rather than the Falcons. I actually disagree. What do you think, Rackets? What's a better situation? Chargers. Obviously, from a, I always, I always factor in the living environment, right? Like, people don't factor that in. When you make millions of dollars – you don't want to live in Atlanta. 
You don't want to live in Chicago. You don't want to live in Detroit. I mean, whoa, These... whoa. First of all, I mean, Atlanta has sections that are millions. Sections. Billionaires live. Like Tyler Perry lives down there. Listen, you're a like, Cali. You got, you got a lot of rich motherfuckers down in Atlanta, dude. Okay. Um, oh, I don't want to live in Atlanta. I've been to Atlanta many times, and there's not many places in Atlanta that weren't extremely dangerous. So there's a that's lot fine. of rich places down there. Compare that to to, to California, Southern California, where the worst thing you got to worry about is a fucking uh, blue haired fat chick with a picket picket. Yeah, side. but you're also going into a team that's losing mentality. You have a lot of losers on that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense is crap. shitty. Fo- shitty football city. And uh, yeah, shitty football town. And Atlanta is right there for the division. I mean, yeah, Atlanta is no the reason, better spot to win now. There's no reason why Atlanta shouldn't win the division next year and shouldn't, won it this year. Uh, shouldn't win a home playoff game just like Tampa Bay did this year. If so, Art Smith never coached Atlanta, even with Desmond Ritter, as you guys said, whatever you said, whoever, they win the division with Desmond Ritter by whoever two games. wins, whoever wins that division. Because you're guaranteed a home game. It's a game. home game, too. Pretty much you're going to win the division and you're guaranteed a playoff win. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or Most you're guaranteed a playoff home game. Yeah, because yeah, you're going to you're gonna win. Those those teams are good enough. A lot of those, yeah. those other seeds are good Look at the Bucs. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. I mean, Bucs aren't even won. a good team. And they won. Yeah. So yeah, and they won. you're getting you're going to get a win. Yeah, um, I mean, I think that's a lot. Plus, you have no future for the Bucs. The whole offense is getting older godwin evans mayfield that team's going to be going downhill fast carolina is stuck with bryce young for the next half decade they're going absolutely nowhere and the new orleans saints kamara's on his way out Taysom hill's useless fucking michael thomas michael thomas Thomas is about to retire you're basically (laughs) looking at a couple yeah i mean you're basically looking at a couple you know offensive web so you literally not only have a division that's bad you have a division that's not going to get any better it's not going anywhere up. So I think Atlanta is the money spot because on the contrary, regardless of what you think of Ritter and Heineke and the quarterback situation, you got Bijan, you got Cordero Patterson, you got Algier, you got fucking Drake London, you got Kyle Pitts, you got a up and coming defense. You have maybe the about, best cover corner in the NFL. Like, they were talking about if Harbaugh went to Atlanta about him drafting, uh, what's his name? The, the quarterback from Michigan. Oh, nah, he and sucks. Bring, he sucks. He's not going anywhere. Bringing him into Atlanta. Michigan quarterback him. sucks. No, he sucks. So that, that's what they were talking about. Yeah, no, uh, he sucks. He's, con- he's trash. Conversely, if he does go to the AFC West and beats the Chiefs and the Raiders and the Broncos, then he, he gets a hell of a lot more praise than winning the. Well, right. AFC but the South problem is you South. do have to compete with the Chiefs, who are going to be a juggernaut. And Mahomes is signed to 100 years. So he's not going anywhere. So you're always going to have to deal with Mahomes. The Raiders were probably one of the most impressive teams in all of football the last seven weeks of a season, right? With Pierce and that fucking offensive squad that's coming around. The Broncos have removed fucking Russell Wilson. I love Stidham, who's coming in there. And they got a good running game. They got a good receiving core. Like, that's a great division, dude. They got a chance of Bill Belichick possibly being the Chiefs' next coach, too. Yeah, Chiefs. yeah, Reed is on his might be on his way out. They said, and if he decides to retire, if they win this year, he decides to retire. I'd shoot myself. <laughs> I mean, listen, I think you're I think you're looking at, uh, and me and Bill talked about this. Me and Bill are going to be making a sizable bet, um, tens of thousands of dollars, right, Bill? That we are already in the process of figuring out the most efficient way to get down and how we're going to get it down on 
what we believe to be is the single best bet of left on the board for the entire postseason. And that is the AFC to win the Super Bowl, minus 115. It is literally, in my opinion, Bill was talking about, you know, I'm going to bet the Ravens over, which, which I get. You know, that total makes sense. Ravens have looked great. You know, I haven't, you know, I, I've waned a little bit. I still think they're going to lose to the Chiefs, but, you know, they look better than I thought they did. They handled their business. They look good. But do you really want to go against the Taylor Swift factor, right? Like, what if this whole thing is rigged for Taylor Swift? And then you have the NFL logo with the colors of the, the Ravens and the Niners. So you got a lot of shit going on there. I think we'll all agree, outside of rackets right here, the winner of that Chiefs-Ravens game is winning the Super Bowl. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Now, Rackets will say no because he loves Brock Fraudy. But the winner of that game is winning the Super Bowl, right? Because no. the Ravens look like the best team. And, and I'm I'm wrong on this if it happens. I will eat my L. If they beat the Chiefs this week, Bill, they don't even need to win the Super Bowl. If the Ravens beat the Chiefs this week, I'll take my L. I'll take my full L on it. They could lose in the Super Bowl. If Lamar gets to the Super Bowl, I'll take my full L on it. Like but, I said, they've already dominated a healthy San Francisco team. So we saw Purdy throw four yeah, picks. They, can. they just dominated Brock Fraudy the one week. Uh, they dominated that team. Yeah, um, yeah. Purdy's not winning the Super Bowl. No. The, uh, um, but you have you have every angle if you bet the AFC to win the Super Bowl, Bill. You have the two best teams in our opinion, right? Because the two without, last two MVPs, right? You have you have two guys that that should be the two best quarterbacks remaining. We just saw Brock Purdy again shit himself last week. We know Jared Goff's not a fucking superstar. Uh, you have both conspiracy theories there, right? You have the Ravens conspiracy theory, not to mention you have the Taylor Swift conspiracy theory that you're buying there. Maybe they are rigging all this shit to talk about Taylor Swift winning the Super Bowl, which I think is going to happen. I think the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. You know what's crazy with Jared Goff, though? He's got to have, like, the best winning percentage out of any quarterback, right? I mean, the guy wins. He just sucks, though. You can't, you can't get to give that away from him. He's fucking I mean, Listen, it's listen. He, he should win, though. Listen, th there's, some, there's some quarterbacks that are kissed by God, right? Jared Goff is one of them. I mean, the guy just literally is he should have lost the Rams game. McVay blew it. Should have lost last week. You have Brock Purdy, the same thing. Should have lost to Dallas two years ago. Should have lost last week by 20 to Green Bay. There's certain guys that are just kissed by God, and they're just blessed, where they just get through even if they shouldn't. But when it comes down to it, I want Mahomes or Lamar Jackson in a big game before I want Purdy or Goff, right? Um, then you get both of them with this bet. You get either of them. So – Jared Goff has a 56.8% winning percentage, and Lamar Jackson has a uh, 0.721, so 72%. Yeah. Yeah, Goff wasn't that good at the beginning, I remember. Um, but A lot of wins. Uh, for, for a guy as bad as he is, yeah. Um, but, Evan, I think that's the best bet on the board. Just bet the AFC. You're getting Taylor Swift. Yeah. You're getting Lamar. You're getting Mahomes. You're getting Kelsey. I think that this Andy Reid noise bill may come with them. If they win the Super Bowl, I think they're just shutting the shit down. I think Kelsey retires, and I think Andy Reid may retire. I think they're just fucking done, and they keep it moving. Kelsey wants to go. On a I'm, I'm telling you right now, Kelsey's done. This is Kelsey's last year. He's retiring. Um, Alan Marone in the chat thinks it's going to be Chiefs Lions. I just don't think the Lions are going to get past. I don't know. I mean, Rackets, you're the NFC guy, so you like this fucking uh, San Fran team. Do you think San Fran just dismantles the Lions this weekend? What do you think happened? Uh, I think it's close, close uh, game, just like last game or the last game was Packers game. I don't think it's, I don't think it's ten point game or anything like that. Five, six, seven points. 
you think the 49ers are going to win, but yeah. And then you like the San Francisco odds. I know you're pretty biased. You like the San Francisco odds versus the Ravens? Yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, they after were, what you just saw. Yeah, hundred percent. Everybody else saw that too, and they're still two two and a half point favorites. The line only moved to one and a half of a point. Well, because everyone's assuming it's an aberration by Purdy. It is. But he had another aberration last week. No, he didn't. He two aberration. Two aberrations are a trend. He won the game. He won the game. If they would have fucking ran that pick six back to start the game, they would have lost by twenty. CMC yeah. won the no. game. CMC won. The bottom line is if the Niners are in a game in the final minute or two, I trust Purdy to do enough to win the game. I do. No, I you do. didn't because you said here comes a pick. I, now no, I, no, 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 no. Listen, no, listen. Say, now Debo, I'll say it. That, that Debo, proved it to me last If Debo's out, do you want the no, you can't go Jennings? Near. Do you want Jennings to be the, the number one target on the field? Well, no, like, you still have CMC, Ayuk, and Kittle without Yeah, but Debo. he doesn't – but those guys just run routes, bro. Right. He's not <laughs> – Purdy's not a quarterback for that. He no. needs Debo. He, he needs, needs to like flip the ball a yard and have a guy go twenty. Exactly. So, yeah, if I mean, you're counting on Jennings to be your number one guy. Jennings is very good, there, by the way, but it's he's not. He's not. He's not Debo. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. That's I think that's the best bet you could physically make because I'm certain now. I wasn't before. I'm certain now. The NFL needs, wants, and will make sure. That Taylor Swift wins the Super Bowl. Listen, I just think I think it's Lamar's year, bro. I think or or Lamar or the black quarterback Harbaugh and Harbaugh. There's a whole nother conspiracy. Like yeah. all the conspiracies are on the AFC side. They want there's you know, no Harbaugh, conspiracy on the NFC side. Harbaugh brothers. They want the Harbaugh brothers to win it. Harbaugh know, brothers. You got Swift. You got the Kelseys. Eminem. You got what about Eminem? He's a Lions fan. Is he though? <laughs> no one cares about Eminem anymore. The first time I've ever seen him at a football game in, yeah. in my whole life. <laughs> no one cares about Eminem anymore. Uh, Eminem's going to be at the Super Bowl, though. My boy's actually doing one of his events, which I may be doing too if I go. Um, I just think every conspiracy is on that side, and the better team and the more seasoned teams are both on the AFC side. So that's the bet. Uh, what else we got, Harry? Vrabel just interviewed for the Panthers position. I mean, that's a way to make a bad team worse. That's, way I mean, to, that's just a way to go and die. Just go bury him out there with them. Vrabel sucks. You know, Vrabel fits one spot, New England. Outside of that, he's trash. Um, and Rackets, what do you think of Vrabel? I think he's a good coach. Bro, he took Tannehill to the AFC Championship game. That's worth something. I think Vrabel – actually, you know what? Let me take that back. I think Vrabel's a good fit for Carolina because I think Vrabel fits that mold of he's a guy who can get your garbage team to a decent team, right? He can get you to 500. He's, he's a coach that can do the Super Bowl. But... Right, he could build a foundation and a culture – to get you on the right track to do the, you know, to get you to 500 is never going to get you over the top. So I take that back. I, I don't think that's a horrible spot for Carolina. If you were to put Vrabel in Dallas or fucking LA or Atlanta, it's a fucking waste. New England would work just because he's a New England guy. It's fake news. What? I guess, I guess Vrabel was interviewed for it, but uh, the Panthers did hire a coach. I thought they did. That's. I was going to say that when you said it. I was like, I thought they did, but I've been so fucking yeah, he's, he's upside trending. down with the news. He's trending right now, and that's why he's trending is because. Oh, okay. Hired... I was going to say, I thought they hired a coach. Yeah. Uh, on I, me. Who the fuck? They hired the Bucks guy. On me. All right. yeah. yeah, that's what I thought I heard. Dave but... Canales. Canales. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I thought I heard that, but I don't really give a shit too much about the coaching carousel right now. What? So it's, what? it's re- coaching carousel. The What's coaching that? bubble. The coaching oh, bubble, okay. as Bill would refer to it. Yeah, all, I, all I really care about bubble. is where, where Belichick's going. Bubble. 
Um, All right, good. I thought I was losing my mind. And here we go. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Have you guys seen this in the chat? Have you guys seen what's dropping right now as we're going live on Vince McMahon? Rackets, have you seen this? I'm, I've been looking at it the whole time on Twitter. Right I mean, now. this is fucking insane. Uh, let me just pull up the OutKick article. <clears throat> Vince McMahon fa- this is from OutKick at, per, at OutKick. Vince McMahon is facing a new lawsuit that accuses him of sex trafficking and looks to avoid a tw- looks to void a 2022 non-disclosure agreement. The suit comes just days after the WWE's parent company announced a multi-billion dollar deal with Netflix. Okay, so this is crazy because of the timing. So you want conspiracy G to come flying in? Here it is. Thread. WWE just sold, right? Thread time. WWE just sold, just merged, got rid of that, moved Vince out. All that stuff was pretty sudden, right? Bill and Rackets, you guys are WWE fans. I know this has been coming down the pike, but it seemed like that went Royal like, Rumble Saturday, Rackets. Yep. Yeah, but but that that seemed like that Vince McMahon exit thing went from like this is coming to like, whoa, it just fucking happened, right? Like yep. there's there's pretty quick. Well, and now we have this now we have this WWE Raw Netflix 10-year deal that comes out of nowhere, right? Seemed kind of seemed kind of random and sudden to me. Non-WWE got it. It seemed random to you guys. I had no idea anything was happening. Like, it just kind of McAfee yeah. seemed surprised by it, right? Well, I didn't think I didn't think Netflix has anything live. That's what I'm saying. It seems random, right? But that seems like a smart thing to do if you know some shit's about to hit the fan in a week, right? Go lock in five hundred fucking billion dollars over the next ten years or whatever the fuck it is. Is it going to be taped rackets or is it still going to be live? I don't know. I'm assuming it would be. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming it would be at least on there just like to watch. But I don't know. I wouldn't doubt. Dude, if the it details were live. on. Because like Pe- Peacock and all that shit, they're trying to get into the live stuff. So Netflix is just hasn't been in there yet. So I wouldn't be surprised. So let me let me read a couple paragraphs of this. And there's more to this. Uh, according to Variety, right, which is a reputable source, CNBC is in here, OutKick, and multiple other reputable sources. So this isn't like fucking like uh, NerdWire.com or something. Um, Ex-WWE employee Janelle Grant filed a new lawsuit in the District Court of Connecticut. I'm going to skim through some of this. Uh, McNan- Mc- McMahon named the defendant. The suit alleges that McMahon and Laurentis were guilty of alleged acts, both of their own pleasure and as a pawn to secure talent deals with prospective wrestlers they were recruiting. It singles out McMahon having repeatedly used sex toys named after the WWE employees, wrestlers, and performers to sexually groom Miss Grant. It also alleges WWE mogul gave Grant gifts and threatened her livelihood and reputation if she refused to succumb to the increasingly increasingly depraved sexual demands, including disseminating pornography of her to thousands of individuals and engaging in sex acts with, acts with other WWE employees. Here comes the Randy Orton. Yeah, this thing goes on <laughs> to talk about shitting on people, uh, rape, sex trafficking, Bribery. I love how murder like all kinds of crazy. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, rich people? I told you, Bill. Nobody's shitting on me when I'm fucking them. (laughs) Bro, (laughs) all these billionaires do crazy fucked up sex shit. And all these fucking high-level athletes, when you get there, you're coming across a situation, i.e. Cat Williams, where they're telling you we got blackmail on you. You're either going to do what we tell you or we're going to release all this shit. 
There's gay shit going on everywhere. There's rape stuff going on everywhere. There's trafficking stuff going on everywhere. It's to the point now where all the shit that Bill called me crazy about saying about the athletes getting rammed in the butt and fucking all the billionaires being gay. Uh, Bill, you can't even like, it's like fact now, right? Uh, it's pretty what? weird. You got to fucking like, like huge dub for Tommy G here. Wasn't I've been that saying this shit. Naked basketball thing. Jay-Z naked basketball, Jamie Foxx naked basketball, Cat Williams talking about everyone getting butt-fucked. I mean, dude, Tommy G coming up fucking dub, dude. Now's the time to go back to listen to the fucking 2019 No Mercies where we're calling all this shit out. This isn't I'm even sure, I'm sure uh, Dom Luke will make a... Yeah, Dom Luke will put his fucking own, put his thing on Beat it him to take it. credit for it. I'm telling you, blackmail is everything, man. They, you see all these things. So supposedly, I guess they're able, and keep in mind, this is all just breaking. I'm not saying this is fact. I'm reading what is all over the internet. But uh, supposedly, he, he didn't pay her. He They paid her $3 million in hush money, shut her mouth, and threatened her that they were going to expose her and put porn tapes out of her and shit. And he only paid her a million of it. So that's where she went, fuck this. And they're breaking the 2022 NDA. So this was an NDA that the court, I guess, just said can be broken now. So all the shit's coming out. I mean, when you're breaking NDAs in court, dude, that's some legit shit. You got to be some type of horny to have someone sign an NDA. Dude, you start naming dildos after fucking Brady uh, <laughs> Bulldog, you got problem. The Do thing with want... Brock Lesnar is wild, yeah, too. Just, yeah. uh... Take the Undertaker. Hey, what's going on with Brock? I saw something with that, too, and Triple H was some in there somewhere. Um, So part of Brock Lesnar's agreement to re-sign with WWE was included was this girl fucking him. Dude. I mean, this She's hot, like... too. Like, she's hot. Dude. What? This Holy shit is fuck. wild, dude. It's not wild to me because I know all this shit goes on nonstop. It's got to be crazy to you guys, though. I, bro, <laughs> it is normal to me. I wait. You wait till you see the shit LeBron did and all that. Like times fifty. This is just some WWE people and some some skank that they're trying to throw around. Do you uh, do you want uh, an uncensored opinion from one of our staff members who's in the waiting room? I mean, I'm sure how we do. He's gonna have a lot to say about this. <laughs> so, so. Yeah. Oh, so uh, let's see. Let's get Howie in here. And yeah, here it connect. is. This is uh, this is from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Brock Lesnar told the visit. Or I'm sorry. Uh, Janelle Grant was instructed to take sexual photos and videos for Brock Lesnar in an attempt to get him to re-sign with WWE. Vince McMahon told her that quote fucking Brock was part of the deal. And Brock Lesnar told the, told the victim he likes what he sees after Lesnar obtained her phone number. He instructed the victim to send a video of her urinating, after which he called her what a bitch. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> um, guys, you guys Bro, think I'm fucking making fuck? this shit up for the last four years. What the fuck? Everything coming up, Tommy. It's from the Wall Street Journal. Everything. This is Variety, Wall Street Journal, OutKick, and CNBC. Reporting this stuff. Those who Everything talk about coming up, Tommy. Those who talk about it, do it. <laughs> I don't leave my house because of this shit. <laughs> this is why I stay home on Saturday nights. Yeah, you know, you know you like off. you know you like girls peeing on you. Oh god. <laughs> Dude, imagine how fucking bad it has to be, Howie. If you're this level of fame, 
like i mean it has to get to a point where you could fuck so often so easily that even sex doesn't turn you on anymore right where they need this crazy like drugs bill i guess it is right like the higher you go up with drugs the more drugs you need like you know you start off smoking weed the next thing you need a bigger high and then it's blow and then a bigger high and then it's heroin and then a bigger high and then it's crack next thing you know you're fucking mainlining fucking uh bath salts right like yeah i mean you talk to guys like mick jagger about it that's why his wife walked in and him and david bowie were scissoring who the fuck does that yeah why Dude, I mean, they, they have plenty of reports with fucking, uh, who was the one that, Will Smith, they were walking in on him and Puff Daddy and, you know, banging that same black guy. All kinds Will, of crazy shit. How Will we Smith, yeah, he, he was born gay. I mean, that, yeah, obviously. Uh, I knew that. I, we did a podcast on that four years ago, calling that out. But yeah, uh, yeah it's fucking it's crazy shit. Crazy shit here, how we do. Howie, how was, how was your last week weekend been? You've been up to some fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just got back from uh, Miami. Um, yeah, it's a good place to be in the winter. Tell you what, good place to be in the winter. It's tough to go wrong down there. Yeah, I'm yeah, surprised you're not lobstered up. I thought you'd be all burnt. And you got, I got to be careful with that now, man. Because I go out there for you know more than uh, thirty minutes, and yeah, I just turn candy cane, man. It is what it is. I got to stay care. I got to stay under that tiki hut. Yeah. So, uh, any exciting stuff to report back? And in, uh... I went down. You know. Uh... You know, caught some nice sun, some waves. Uh, got rid of that food poisoning after like three days. That was brutal. Okay. Uh, and uh, just hung out with uh, with your North Jersey boy, Tommy D. Tommy, touchdown, Tommy. Uh, Tommy DeVito. Kid did a great job. Good kid. Uh, I hope he gets another chance. Uh, he works hard, man. He's down there just working out. Uh, for the Career's next over. half. No. <laughs> over for him i mean you bought bill bought his shirt you know what, so bill, that's i'll tell you what normally i would say that but when you look from top to bottom in the nfl the 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 level of qb is so bad right now yeah and it's you look at the past 20 years it's never been this bad i mean listen i'll tell you this he belongs in the nfl 100 percent. Oh. i mean dude 100 percent. and i was the first person saying He's not going to lead the Giants to the promised land. Like, guys, relax with the fucking, no. you know. But, but he does belong in the NFL. If you look yeah. at the shit that's fucking out there getting rolled out on some of these teams, definitely belongs on a team as a backup hey, somewhere. I'm I just sorry, think man, the whole if, dull experiment's over. If, if the Jets have him after Aaron Rodgers, we'd probably make the playoffs with him. He's a billion times better than Zach. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, I think he belongs in the NFL somewhere. And and Howie Dewey and uh, Howie Dewey sent a couple pictures of him and him and touchdown Tommy. Uh, Tommy Cutlets over there, fucking going, there it is. Look it's at you too. He's down at the, uh, two huge heads. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what? You guys have very big yeah. heads, the two of you. He said, you know, what we talked about down there. I said we're talking about what we like about Miami, what we don't. And I said, Tommy, you know what I don't like? I said for guys like you and you and myself with the head of hair that we have, <laughs> I said I don't like that water down here, that soft water coming out. And he said, I agree. It gets on your skin. Like, what? Oh, you yeah. Know? You don't like it? I go, it messes up our lids, man. Yeah. You, you got to You got to keep that quaff. Got to keep that yeah. quaff nice. What else we got to keep nice, Howie? You should have stayed in fucking Miami. I mean, it's keeping up as you come back. So I'm not worried about it. But I think you were fucking about 19 and two while you were in Miami in yeah. basketball. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, no, we're on fire in college basketball. And last night, you know, uh, Seton Hall was the big one that I thought they really got screwed on a couple of calls at the end. 
mm-hmm. of the game. I thought they should have won that game. Um, but you know, we lost a couple. I I tried to tell you, dude, never, ever, ever post on a travel day. I used to do it all the time. Never yeah. post on a travel day. Never. I did. Um, but but I mean, listen, you're on absolute fire over the last week or two in college basketball. Um, I've been white hot too. It's just been masked under your fucking just yeah. pissing of excellence. Good day yesterday. Last night, up 20 units. Yesterday alone, five and one in college basketball. I think I've won my last nine of my last 11 college basketball bets. We're we're on fire. We're killing it. Um, yeah. Not as exciting of as a slate that I would like to see today, Dewey. A lot of games. Only one top 25 game, which I thought was. A little bit weird. I thought we'd get, you know, a couple. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that one first, I guess. Oregon State at home against Arizona, 19-point spread. I got nothing on this. Do you have anything that you're looking at on this one? I got them parlayed with Western Kentucky Moneyline, who should not have a problem at home tonight. But I bumped it up to 21 and a half, and the parlay is plus 110. Um, so you got Oregon State plus 21 and a half at home. Uh, Arizona is not the team they were last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, struggled last week with UCLA up until about 10 minutes ago in the game. Um, I think they cover that 21 half. You got Western Kentucky money line. That's plus 110. I like that. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not ecstatic with the games today. I'll give you a couple plays that I have that I'm looking at, a few that I'm looking at, and a couple that I really like. Um, tomorrow, again, I think we only got one uh, ranked game tomorrow, the Wisconsin-Michigan game. I think there's only like six games tomorrow, right? But uh, so on tomorrow's show, we'll we'll look ahead a little into Saturday, where I broke down the Saturday slate. And I mean, when I tell you once like three thirty hits on Saturday, I am just gonna fucking be like Vince McMahon at a hiring meeting, oh, just Jesus fucking Christ. dick out, smacking everything that walks by from from four p.m. to midnight tomorrow night. Uh, it's gonna be phenomenal. But uh, tonight Vince I have two. <laughs> have you? <laughs> They're saying he made more money. Uh selling girls and he did on the overall profits of the wwe they're all in the fucking same shit they're all in it together they're all fucking epstein nuts just look at him he looks like a fucking creepy weirdo he does um i'm actually going two spots right now and i have three other plays that are right on the fringe um i like stony brook uh here early let me pull this up against monmouth howie this is uh your northeast school here uh what's your take on this i've been riding stony brook uh don't think I've missed on them all year for a team that's nine and ten. I think I'm like seven and one on them. Bill, you know Stony Brook. Stony Brook's the team earlier in the year. You kept telling me to to bet every time you saw him. I, I think this line's way off. I think Stony Brook comes in here and uh, at home, yeah, they're and, home. and 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 wins this game by ten. But uh, what, what's your take? What do you think of this Monmouth yeah, team? I mean, they're tough at home. Believe me, I I played there when I was in college, and that's just the worst. The problem with Stony Brook is there's no way to get there except by bus. Uh, and once you hit the Atlanta Expressway, it could take you four hours to get there, five hours. You stay in a hotel out there. It's it's the one place you don't want to go. Mm-hmm. It's a shit place to play. Um, no, I think it's a huge advantage. They've got a bunch of older guys, uh, and they probably do win at home. I yeah, Monmouth, Monmouth has lost like seven straight on the road. Um, just re- has been doing really well at home, really bad on the road. So I like Stony Brook in that one. And the other game what's I the, like here, uh, minus 149. Uh, it was before the show. I don't know what it is right now. I'm assuming it's like the okay. same. Um, the other game I like, I believe, is Sacramento State. Uh, yeah, Sacramento State. Uh, this is an interesting one here. Sacramento State, 6-13 and 13, 
Uh, going against Montana State and favored in this one. Montana State's about a 500 team. I like Sac State to win this one. Again, this is not a I know the players on the team play. This is a line looks kind of fucked up and funny play in this one. So I'm going to take Sacramento State minus 120 is the best line on that one. Those are my two plays that I'm looking at right now. What else you got, Howie? I got two two leagues tonight. Let's start with the America East. You know, the two top teams in the American East are Vermont and, of course, UMass Lowell. Uh, year after year, U- University of Vermont wins this league, and they get home corner advantage for the American East tournament. And you cannot win in Burlington, Vermont. Nobody can win. Uh, I'm talking – the Nuggets couldn't win in Burlington, Vermont. It's just the worst place in the world to play. It's It's the only game in town. But tonight the game's in UMass Lowell. This is turning into a huge rivalry. It's a little bit of a hike. They got to go from UVM down to one of the worst uh, fucking towns in Massachusetts. Uh, I love UMass. And there's a lot of bad ones. Yeah, yeah. And this is, you know, one of those old tech. Lowell's a place where, like, Lizzie Borden hacked up half of her family or whatever. (laughs) Uh, It's near there. Uh, But it's UMass Lowell, money line, minus 124, I think. This is huge for them because they have to win this game to get home court advantage in the American East for the tournament. This is their pathway to get to the big dance. I like them tonight at minus one twenty four at home. I like them a lot. Okay, um, I have some. I have some interest on Hawaii tonight, Howie. Um, at on the money line, I don't want to lay the points here against UC Santa Barbara, but I have some interest in Hawaii on the money line minus two hundred. But I need something to parlay it with. So is there a like minus two or three hundred that you like? Western Kentucky. Yeah. They don't mess around at home. Yeah. The Hilltoppers are tough. They have a good squad, a couple of decent dudes. Yeah, yeah. Team. Okay. I like this. I'm in I'm in on yeah, this. I just I, I think they should roll. Okay. Hold on. Let me just the other see what I like. We talked about the America East. Now let's go to the American Athletic, which, you know, that's a good conference right now. You got Memphis, Florida Atlantic, uh, Tulane. But tonight you have an interstate rivalry, forty miles apart, about a forty-mile drive. You got SMU uh, going north to North Texas University. Uh, SMU, the money line is minus one twenty. I love them because you know even though it's a rivalry, it's a forty-minute drive. You're going to have a lot of fans from SMU at this game. Uh, both of these teams are good. I think SMU probably has the better overall team, better talent, and I think they pull this one out. I like the okay. money line. Boy. All right. I don't hate that. I'm going to do that Western Kentucky, Hawaii. That's uh, minus Plus 100 one. I got. Plus 100. All right. Um, a few lines here that are close to a play for me, which I'm going to need to see kind of how they move. Just just these, these kind of – these are some of my favorite bets to make. I just need certain characteristics, and it's missing a couple of them. Bellerman, four and sixteen at home against a North Florida team, which you know is four and one in the A Sun. This has been a good team over the years, eleven and yeah. nine, and this line's one. That seems fucking weird. I got to see where this line ends up on the, the Bellerman sun. So whack. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at Bellerman's zero and five in the A Sun, and North Florida's four and one in the A Sun. This line's one. That that seems weird. So I'm probably leaning Bellerman there. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast had a weird line. Yeah. Uh, let me see. They were they were about one verse in the same conference versus Lipscomb. Lipscomb's a far better team, but FGCU, you know, being right there at one point seemed a little weird. And then uh, Southern Indiana, 
Um, seemed like a weird line here too. Howie, Western Illinois five and one in the OVC. Southern Indiana's two and five in the OVC. Western Illinois twelve and seven. Southern Illinois five and fifteen. This line's one and a half. So those three lines. I don't know if you have any input on any of those, but those are three lines I'm going to be tracking. Probably leaning into the shit side of the line with the bad team. Not official. I watch the Atlantic. No, none of those are official. Those are just for subscribers. If you guys are signed up at four deep, I'll probably have plays on two, if not three of those. I watch the Atlantic Sun, you know, Mercer, Kansas, and year after year, it's the wildest conference. It, nothing makes sense. I like leaning into trap lines in the A-Sun. Oh, you'll see a team that's 8-20 and 20 end up making the NCAA. Uh, I think Kennesaw is probably still the favorite to win that conference, win the tourney. tourney they, they've played some teams, big teams like Indiana, out of conference. Mm-hmm. They, they all play some big ones. I mean, Eastern Kentucky's fucking undefeated, and they played some bangers outside. Yeah. Like, these teams are not afraid to go outside conference and play, no. like, Duke and North Carolina. Like, yeah. So their records usually aren't depict uh, a good depiction of how they are as a team because a lot of these guys are, like, start off one and seven with losses to fucking Auburn, Alabama, Arizona, and Oregon, you know? So right. you kind of write it off. No, it's 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 I, – I agree. It's it's wild. You you When you monitor games in that conference, you're like – what in the hell? Yeah. It's, because it's pretty- they have one night where three starters from like North Florida all of a sudden are out because, you know, they got in a food fight in the cafeteria that afternoon. Yeah. And, uh, and three guys will come in better. And, and these and- teams, you know what it is, Howie, too? These teams dominated home in the A-Sun. I don't, why is that? The Atlantic Sun, oh. I mean, you're even seeing teams like Jacksonville which is one and four in the A Sun, but they're seven and one at home, two and eight on the road. Queens, this this is the second worst and the third yeah. worst team in the conference are 14 and three at home and two and 19 on the road. Those two, the second and third worst team in the conference. You got to remember something. They play in small gyms. Mm-hmm. Of- they play in those fucking high school, like dungeons. Any gyms, and there's no football. It's most of them. It's the only game in town. Yep. There's no real good. And you only need 200 people to fill it. Yeah, yeah. 500 people <laughs> yeah. sounds like 10,000. Yeah, so I mean that's that's we were bet. What was the St. Francis, PA last year? The yeah. fucking uh, homeless shelter from hell. When I kept betting that team every time they play at home, they had a fucking backdrop. They had like one of these fucking things. Yeah, and basketball going, and they won every time because it was like a dungeon. But yeah, yeah the A Sun guys, A Sun is a good spot for home dogs. I used to go to the Kennesaw games, and I remember they they built they finally built a nice gym. And when I say nice gym, I don't know. I think it held eight hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it but, but it gets loud as fuck in those, yeah. those little gyms. Oh, and it's and it's rough because what you do is you have a lot of these players are local. All you need is five players to be local, and each one of them has thirty family members. Exactly right, and then you, you got, got raving moms, yes. aunts, and grandmas fucking yeah. screaming their heads off every time There's someone a lot does of fights break out at these games. It's beautiful. Yeah, so I'm big A Sun guy, so I'm thinking I'm gonna have some A Sun bets tonight. Um, if you want to throw those out, you can. That's I'm, for the subs. We'll just wait a little bit, um, and then we'll come back tomorrow. How we'll break down the whole Friday slate, and then we'll start getting into the Saturday uh, yeah. big slate of games. Monster fucking Saturday college basketball slate. That's why you're not seeing much today and tomorrow because Saturday's a fucking banger uh, for college basketball. Now that there's no NFL and all that shit on the on Saturdays. Uh, Last thing I'll say is. is- uh, you got a big game tonight in the NBA. You got the Boston Celtics going for that road streak down in Miami, laying eight points against a pretty healthy Heat team who 
has a lot of mental momentum now that they just picked up our boy from uh from Charlotte. Uh oh, Rozier. I love that yeah, move. So you got you got him at home tonight getting eight points against the Celts. I'll be honest with you, I like the Heat tonight to possibly win that game outright. I mean, um, here's our perfect segue got, over to Bill Rob. He, he got killed last night on a back to back. Um, they didn't show up at all last night. I had him in a parlay. Big favorite last night. They're minus five hundred, and they just didn't show up at all. Days a, a, a bounce back spot. I don't know. Back to back, it's tough for them. I'm not on that game. Um, well, I mean, Celtics, you hate the Celtics on the road, don't you? I hate the Celtics on the road, but I just they don't lose on the road though. No, nah, well, they don't lose, lose at home. They lose at home. They lose on the road. Yeah. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, but look, don't the Celtics? How many have they won in a row on the road? Who? The Celtics. I don't know, but I know that they're, like, they're only they a couple a, games above five. They have a road streak going right now. Let me see. No, they lost at Milwaukee on January 11th. So they won three in a row on the road. Okay, three in a row on the. Yeah. Well, what do you give me some advice? Because uh, listen, the I'm Knicks, on Denver tonight. I love Denver. I'm at the game. Where I'm going to the game. We're heading up. Yeah. Around, the next six thirty during this Knicks during this streak. Um, what are they like a ten and two, eleven and two? Um. Since they got them, um, they uh, they they haven't played. They've only played like two good teams. They played Philly, I think, and, and Minnesota. And I'm just not. I don't. Nick, this is. The, well, I think this is going to be the NBA Finals. Uh, <laughs> well, so. I'm with you, Bill. Bill, I'm with you, bro. I can't I'm not. Wait. <laughs> I mean, dude. I'm with I, you, bro. I, uh, dude, this is supposed to be a reputable sports show, dude. Like, you can't I come out Bill. and say hey, dumb I shit like Bill. that. Is that the finals preview? I think that I think Bill's right. But for but us the Knicks to, still have to make. You also thought goals. the Celtics had a ten-game road winning streak. So the you Knicks two fucking make, idiots. How he's been three to, NBA games in his life, and Bill's fucking talking out his ass. Who the fuck? Hey, the, the Knicks. The guards got to score about ninety points tonight for us to have a chance. Because <laughs> I got feeling Jokic, the big he's guy, may have seventy. He may have said we have nobody that can guard him. No, the Knicks aren't Knicks need one more player. They're one player away. And uh they're not this line is too low tonight, minus one thirty. Denver. Uh Denver's on a road this their last night of a um of the road streak. Of the I don't road like that. I don't like they, that getaway game. Yeah, but they have their next five games are against Philly, Milwaukee, OKC. They play a lot of great games. They That's have why I don't like this even more. Uh, Denver needs this win tonight to go out and this uh, the home. They've only lost one game, I think, to Philly on this uh, on this road road trip. Uh, I like them a lot tonight. I think they go home with the win. Uh, the Knicks just aren't ready. They're not ready. I agree. For I agree. Knicks championship. Championship. Knicks championship. Knicks, Knicks haven't. You know, they're they haven't had a test like this yet. Um, yeah, and they're about to fail it. They're going to. That's why I love the minus 130. Denver. This is NBA preview. NBA finals preview. NBA finals preview. All right, how we doing? You'll be back tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. All right, go go say hi to your famous friends. Go Knicks. All right, later, brother. Oh, God. Brackets. This kid's talking NBA finals preview. It is. NBA finals preview tonight. I'm glad I was on mute for that. Uh, Debo Samuel, limited participant practice today. Assuming he's going to play. So it's it's just what's gonna Milwaukee? Milwaukee's dancing on the court yesterday. Fucking who's Doc Rivers? Guy fucking sucks. 
bro. But speaking of speaking of that game, we talked about. Uh, I had that free bet for uh, on DraftKings yesterday, so I ended up taking the. I ended up taking the Cavs. Uh, at, it was like I think I got plus two ninety or something right before the half. They cut it to five, and I'm like, okay, let's go Cavs. Then within fucking ten seconds, it goes to half, and uh, they're down by ten. I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on here? Dude, just had it to three, and then out of half. They go down by 17. I'm like, well, fuck, yeah. fuck the NBA, dude. I'm yeah. done with this so shit. Crazy, I hate this bro. shit. So crazy. The Heat lose last night. It's a fucking minus 550. I mean, come on, bro. What are, what are we doing here? These teams, it's just, it's a hard fucking league to bet. And the only games you could bet now are like the good games because that's the only games the players get up for. And like, you can only I... really bet like pregame totals because these teams are getting blown out. So like they're not even like covering spreads or anything. Guys, else. There's the money one lines rule. are terrible. There's so one it. rule from from when I was playing heavy DFS NBA when I used to follow this dog shit fucking league more. You never bet the team who just got the new player. It, it without fail when someone new like Rozier shows up on the heat, they never fucking win ever. It's fucking unreal how often it happens. They never win. The team that just got the new toy never wins. Well, uh, yeah, I'm on. I like I said, I'm on Denver tonight. <clears throat> One thirty. Um, I love it. Uh, the Knicks aren't ready, uh, but like I said, it's a NBA Finals preview tonight. No, stop saying that. Please stop saying. <laughs> it. This is what you're gonna say. Please stop saying it because you're gonna say it for fucking four weeks, and then when it when you get embarrassed yeah, in the I mean, second it, round, well, how, I'm gonna get. Not? I'm gonna get ten minutes of fucking shine. How is it not? And then how we're gonna have not? to move on. How is it not? You're an eight seed. He said, how is it not? What are you talking about? The <laughs> Where are, are you guys seeded right the now? The Knicks are a five seed. Same, same as They're last year. The Cavs are four. We own the Cavs. Then we fucking beat up fucking Philly, who we've already beaten. Heat, dude, you're not finished. The Cavs aren't finishing there. Heat's going to jump up and wipe you out in the first round. Get out of here. Get out of here. Suck. Dude, you suck. The Heat the Knicks suck. Yeah, all right. I'm sick I mean, of it. Tell me a team who's dominant in the East. Dude, Bill, I just want to make a bet. Any bet I can make. Denver, the Knicks, the Knicks Tommy, that's it. I, I want to make a bet with you for Finals any amount tonight. of money on the Knicks not getting out of the second round of the playoffs. That's all I want. That's all I want to make with you and Hoffman. The Knicks don't get out of the second round. You got That's little it. Hoffman's fucking head steaming right now. I want now. all you little fucking <laughs> Nick rats to fucking step up and bet me that the Knicks don't make it out of the second round if they even get to the second round. That's all I want. You guys are all talking about championships, this, and getting no, LeBron and getting – They're not going to be Denver, but they're going to – You get... do not make it out of the second round. Denver wins again. You do not we'll make see, it out of the second round. As we will see tonight, Denver will come to the Garden. I'm not where... talking about tonight. Please let me bet on your failure. You will Knicks not make it out of the second round. Knicks are going to make a move. Evan, Evan, write this down, this clip on this show today. Maybe the Knicks, maybe the Knicks get LeBron. Because no. I want to play this to start every show from April on if it starts. Who knows? Uh, January maybe 25th. Knicks, listen, maybe the Knicks get Steph Curry. January 25th at 2.55 p.m. Please, just the Tommy explaining the bill that the Knicks are Knicks will be good. We're going to make it for three in the no, garden. No. Let's go. Uh, we'll bring you on tomorrow to fucking talk about stupid Knicks, Hoffman. We don't need two idiots fucking yelling about the Knicks. Tune in the Ruppin' Rackets. You guys got a show today, Bill? Yep. Uh, tune in the Ruppin' Rackets at 530 if you want to hear two fucking retards talk about how the Knicks are going to win the championship. Fucking 
I didn't think so. I didn't say they're going to win the championship. I said they're going to be in the final. Be in the championship. Denver's winning the championship. Okay. Okay. I can't. And tonight, Denver beats the Knicks. I can't. So if you want to make money, bet Denver tonight, minus 130. Come on here tomorrow. And thank me. All right, enough for the next. He I'm says that he said he's who he said who, he goes who's good in the East like the Boston just went to the West and Milwaukee and the Pacers just got the road. they're not good uh, the road. Oh, January, uh, Celtics uh, aren't good on the road. Yeah, Dak but this Prescott is January MVP. though. They're not good on the road. I'm Tua and Dak with Milwaukee. The Milwaukee's got all types of problems yeah, going halfway on. Halfway through the season, Tua and Dak were the two favorites to go to the Super Bowl. So. Remember that. Remember how much fucking midseason means in sports. So let's go over to hockey rackets. I don't know if you got the people bop. Up. Yeah, I'll put a lot. Uh, Evan Hand, Bruins update. They're not doing too bad lately. No, um, no, I stayed off them the other night. That was a good thing. Not doing too bad lately. Uh, like I said, they just love to keep losing in overtime a lot. But I think they have a yeah. very good chance so, tonight against the uh, against the Senators. All right. So you like them tonight? I do. I do like them tonight. All right. Which means you should probably take the other side. <laughs> How about Patrick Waugh going home tonight? What, what do you mean? I don't Who's know what's that? going on there. I know who Evan. Oh, Patrick. come on, Evan. Oh, come on, Evan. Patrick Jesus Waugh? Fucking Christ. You're such, a, you're such a fucking, fucking baby. These the kids know nothing the about history. These kids <laughs> said know, who? These kids know nothing about their history, dude. Absolutely history? nothing. The guy's not even that old. Uh, I mean, he hasn't played in a while, Bill. But Evan's so. the biggest hockey fan no, of the, the show. He's the best goalie. Yeah. <laughs> Evan, uh, do you know who Joe Montana is? <laughs> Joe Montana. Hmm. Dude. He hasn't played in a while either. Dude, you have to understand. Evan, how old were you in 2002? Four. Evan was four when Patrick Waugh retired. All right, well, how old was he when Joe Montana played? When did he retire? He wasn't even born. I don't know. I'm just saying, the, these these Gen Z and millennials, they have no I think that's when Montana, Montana retired right around that. Right, right, yeah, a, bit, a little bit later than that. He I, retired, I was negative four years old when he retired. <laughs> that wasn't I even a thought. I My brother was people. just born. I can't with David people. Well, anyway, These fucking millennials have no no respect for history. No respect. He, he, he's a the coach. He's Gen the coach Z, Gen the, Z tards are even worse. For everyone who doesn't know, he's the coach of the Islanders. Yeah. And he's, and he's going the best home goalie of all time. to the team. The, no, say, the, the, best, the greatest goalie of all time. Best goalie in the world on tonight. So he's going Wait, whoa, home. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You said Patrick Waugh. Yeah. I know Patrick Roy. That's him. You just made it worse. That's no way. That's how you just made it worse. When you said Patrick, I was like, don't do it. That's him. Don't do it. You're going to make it worse. That's him. I, I'm in Brit. Whole. Here we go. That's him. Patrick Waugh. Patrick Roy. I just played it. I just played it on Patrick, Patrick Waugh. Waugh. Yeah, it's him. Hey, you know, guy. that's just a hand up moment. It's just a <laughs> Same guy. I'm, I'm, owning hands up. I'm owning it. Hand up. Hand up. <laughs> Same oh, guy. You gotta, you gotta have you gotta have the young kids on the show. You gotta, with that being said. <laughs> with that being said. So Bill, what are you saying? You're saying that this is Wa going home? Yeah. Should be interesting. Well, you know what you know what's interesting? And rackets, I'm curious if it's the same for you. Canadians are probably my favorite play today. Canadians are probably my favorite play today. Plus one thirty. Curious to see what they are on the Beeple Bob. Plus one and a half. Sticks it in Roy's ass. 
Yeah, Islanders are minus 155 to open, Bill. That line's dropped uh, not everywhere. In some spots, they're still like minus 150, 152, 153, 155, 150. 90% of the public is on the Islanders today, Bill Rob. 90%. And that I, that line is not moving at all. So, uh, so coincidentally, without even realizing the Patrick Waugh scenario there, uh, that is actually uh, my favorite hockey bet of the day. Hmm. I, didn't even, I, didn't minus, even, I, didn't even, I like it more now. The Oilers, Oilers are minus 600. <laughs> the Oilers are minus 630. I know. It's so annoying because I've fucking been riding this Oilers train like nonstop. Um, I just don't know what the fuck even, to do with even it. Even minus Actually, 1. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? Take Western Kentucky out, E, because uh, Howie has um, Western Kentucky in that Hawaii thing, right? So take I had Hawaii, what? Hawaii, Western Kentucky? Yeah. All right, take that out, and let's, for me, I'm going to do Hawaii and... Parlay it with Djokovic. Minus 200 against center. I'm on, I'm all over, I'm taking... I love Djokovic, too, yeah. And I'm taking uh, Rackets' Sabalenka. I'm parlaying them together. Uh, That's going to be one of my huge bets. I hope you guys took the uh, Djokovic to win all four Grand Slams plus 2,000, too. That line's fucking stupid. That's basically a plus 2,000 line on him to win the French Open. Yeah. And and minus 130 for them, too. I mean, that that Djokovic. That's available right now. I mean, I got it before the tournament started, but it's got it. It probably still there. It's on. He was probably like minus 110 to start the tournament, right? Plus 110, yeah. Yeah, um, by the way, literally, I, it's literally a French Open bet that he's pl- he's going to be plus two thousand to win the French because the other three grand right because you got Alcaraz, Alcaraz and those Volkovich guys right? tonight yeah. and Nadal and Sabalenka uh, on Saturday is minus one thirty. All right, um, guys, we have the Edmonton Oilers to win in regulation the sixty minute line minus three sixty, so that's parlayable. That's we could put that in. Minus yeah. one and a half is minus two something. Yeah, I'd rather do the th- to sixty minute line minus three sixty than lay a goal and a half two forty. So I'm going to do Edmonton. That is the highest rated play on the Beepu Bop is the what's Oilers. that? Oilers, Oilers. sixty minute line? No, just the Oilers eighty one percent to win. Yeah, I mean that's that that's they should heavy. Be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Oilers sixty minute line, Evan, with Hawaii money line minus one ten, and I love Djokovic in that too. I love putting Djokovic into that also. That line seems a little fucking stupid. Why is that line so low? I like Medvedev. Medvedev's line's low too. Medvedev is owned Zverev in the head to heads. And Zverev um, didn't look great. Zverev escaped Alcaraz. I don't, I don't like I typically I don't put as serve much. Was really good. Zverev serve, first serve was awesome. Yeah. Um, but that's what but he escaped. Alcaraz had him in the in the fourth set. He had him and let him off the hook, kind of the same way Coco let Sabalenka off the hook. And then when no, you give him- I don't know, because he broke him right out the gate in that fourth set. It wasn't, it wasn't like it was close. He dominated yeah. him in that first set. First, he landed for the match. He landed eighty-five percent of his first serves. He's not going to. Well, do that's that the thing. Again, yeah, but- when you do that, that's you're unstoppable. You know, Saba did the same thing yesterday. It was like what? I think she had nineteen of her first twenty-one first serves in, and while fucking Coco was double faulting every time. Coco was too afraid of that second serve nuke coming back at her. I know why she was, she was rocked doing on it. That's why. Yeah, but, but you still, she's only going to rock got, like forty percent of them. If Coco got that first set, well, I mean, I'm telling you. No, did you watch it? Coco no. had the first set. Chuck it was there. Was she was thirty up. love up five three. Like she had it. She would have won that first set. That was thirty love. She whiffed and then put one into the net. Yep, she was trying to hit winners. When listen, Saba's phenomenal. 
But when Sabalenka starts imploding, you just got to let her implode. She's a mental midget. She was still talking today in the interview about how bad the New York U.S. Open crowd treated her rackets, right? Like, she's yeah. been talking about that U.S. Open crowd being pro-Coco for fucking months now. And the weed and everything. It's yeah. Weed. Yeah. So so she had Saba broken in the head, 30 love, and then she tried to hit winner. She fucked one up, and then she tried to hit a winner that she didn't need to do. Just get the ball back over the net. Just get it over the net and let her hit one into the net and implode. Coco probably wins that 2-0. Right, and then what I do give Saba respect for it might have gone three. Well, in the second set too, uh, Saba was at a point where she was about to get broken. She was love thirty, and she went yeah, with that, a, was a, that was at the end of the set too. She was love thirty, right? I think it was, it was like four, three, four. Three, 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 three or four four. She was love thirty, and this was the oh shit moment. And Saba went with a first serve on a second serve. Yeah, she, and she, she hit didn't the, give a fuck and yeah. nailed it, and and it it made it by this. If that missed, love for it, she's done. She she gets wiped out. But whether that was balls or desperation, you got to give Saba props for fucking nailing it. Because at that moment, the announcers were like, oh, Coco's in her head. I was like, Coco just lost. Saba just got out of it. Like, you can't, Saba's not going to melt down well, multiple times. I think that you was got right one or she, two windows. That was the boomerang. She say, she held and then broke Coco. She, she, and and, and then the game. next one, she broke. Yep. That's yep. the It was 4 4 then. Yeah. Yeah. It was the boomerang because, game. Yeah. Because that was the, that was the big, once that love 30 went in on that second serve, I was like, it's over. Done. Game over. And everyone's like, oh, Coco. Like, nope. It's over. Back, Saba uh, just won. Back to the Zverev Medvedev thing. Like, a lot of people will be like, oh, Medvedev owns him in the head to head and they'll just write it off. Like, I think Medvedev's better, isn't he? He is, but there's. I only take into account head to heads in certain instances. Like, I don't give a shit about something that happened two years ago, five years ago in juniors. I don't care about any of that. I only care about the player that you are now and the player that you have been for the last like month or so. So, unless you, unless you've played somebody in the last like five, six months, even a year is kind of stretching it because these players change their form changes so drastically. Everything on a week to week basis, right? So, like, just because somebody performed really well last year doesn't mean that they're going to perform really well against them against the same person this year. And also if you lost that match, you're not going to go into that to, to this match with the same game plan that you had last time, right? Like you lost, you're going to change up something, right? And so sometimes I, that's a negative. Sometimes it's a negative and other times it, you, it, it's and just sometimes difficult. it's a positive. Like, yeah. Like wait, just, what I think happened here, I think Coco rackets in the Saba situation. One of the things I got worried about, um, coming into the match was everyone was talking about how Coco's added like seven to 10 miles per hour on her serve, right? From the last time they played. That's great. But it also, takes but that hurt her. That it, hurt her. It hurt her on her because second serve. She, which started, she got, she got teed off on her second serve because her second serve used to have a lot of kick. Yeah. Used to bounce. Now it's kick just boing, it sits right there. Now yep. you have a set. Now you have an extra seven, eight miles an hour on there, and everything is harder. There's less kick and on that serve. And if you're trying to come slower with it, it's obvious in your toss and your motion where Saba was seeing it coming. Yep. I think that hurt her a lot because I really think her game with Saba was get it over, don't make mistakes, and let Saba implode as you scurry because she's fast as fuck, Coco. Yep. You know, as you scurry, fucking baseline to baseline, and then she tried to overpower Saba. That's what she did. She tried to show off her new serve. You, like, like like when a wrestler improves their striking rackets, right? And then you're like, all right, that doesn't mean become a striker, right? Yeah. I, I think Coco tried to become a power player. Yeah. Once you lose that, once you lose that extra height on the kick serve, like it's just bouncing right into her strike zone. And she's yep. and she was just killing it. She was just killing it back to her. But um, yeah, so so it'll be uh 
That'd be interesting. So, so who do you like? Final choice here. Obviously, we like Djokovic to beat Sinner. Um, I like Djokovic to beat Sinner. Um, I'm kind of on. Does it? Does it, it what's weird is that you're laying Djokovic minus two hundred to beat Sinner tonight, and minus one fifty to win the fucking tournament. Yeah, is he going to be that big a favorite over Medvedev and Zverev? Minus two, minus three hundred. Same, same type of thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, with Medvedev and Zverev, like Zverev is definitely coming into the match playing the better tennis. Medvedev has squeaked out five set wins. Um, he's disappeared for a set at a time, two sets at a time. He always does and melts like down. he always does. They're the best, the best line rackets. They said, they said during the match that Medvedev's coach should win coach of the year every year. <laughs> he's, he's right. <laughs> um, doing is that? that being said, I, uh, I, I like everything in me wants to take Medvedev just because of what I've seen in the past. Something tells me that Zverev is going to this final. I don't know what it yeah. is. Um, I don't know. It's just gut feeling I got. I just, I think Zverev wins this match, even though the head to head is like seven to four or eight to four or something for Medvedev. I just Sasha's playing really well right now. I I, I think if he it's it's going to be one or lost on first serves. If he's landing seventy five percent of his first serves or more than that, I think he wins the match. If he's having trouble landing his first serve, I think Medvedev tees off and wins it in three or four. I can't believe we're getting Djokovic at minus two hundred. Djokovic has looked. I mean, amazing. that should be minus three fifty. He looks the, phenomenal. He's looked awesome since the Demon Hour match when uh, I bitched about him. He, dude, I account. This was on the Adelaide. I think it was Adelaide, the tournament before the Open started. Um, I account dumped on him. He was down a set to Demon Hour, and I'm like, "There's no way he's gonna fucking lose in straights, or at least at least push two or push three and let me get my money back." It, it's, lost in straights, didn't even get to a tiebreaker. Since that day, he's been fucking awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I I can't believe this line's only minus two hundred. I I have that at like three eighty. I think center wins one. I think it's three one Novak. If you want to get a little crazy, yeah. And, and realistically, I mean, I think I think Djokovic is worth two two dollars on the line just for being fucking Djokovic. Here's the thing right? too with with Djokovic. Uh, center has a history of cramping. He has a history of leg cramps. Novak will take your legs. So if even if he doesn't look good in the first set, his the only thing Novak is looking to do in that first set is make you run. So by the second set and by the third set, he's ta- your legs are gone. Um, Cinder's not going to last. Even if he pushes it to five, the cramping issues will pop up. Novak do will you make think, them pop Do up. you think it's a positive or a negative? Obviously, it's a positive that he hasn't had much much court time, right? Because Cinder's been mowing through his opponents. I don't think he you – know, No, probably but it's been hot, and he's, but, he's already had issues. This but I, I almost wonder sometimes if that's not a good thing. I think you do want to kind of be tested in a long match at some time before that because it's almost like shock to your body if you're getting out of there in two and a half hours every match, and then you go to a four-hour match, you know, your body's going to start cramping up. So, yeah, I, this is all joke of Djokovic. Slam him and everything. Yeah, um, love him. What other show on the internet could talk this in-depthly about every single sport without a hitch? Joey Rackets, final words. Um, I got to go get my kids. All right. Good luck with that. Uh, Bill Rupp, anything you want to you want to you want to talk to Hoffman at any point today in the Discord? Rupp and Rackets. Rupp and Rackets. 5.30 Discord. Rupp and Rackets. Evan Hand, if Djokovic loses... What's that mean? Rigged. For Howie Cannoli, Bill Rupp, Joey Rackets, Evan Hand, and the dearly departed scumbag Vince McMahon. They've been Tommy G dubs all over the fucking internet right now. Keep your eye on that story, guys. I'm sure we're going to have a lot more details breaking tomorrow about what's going on with that shit. And I would not be surprised if Evan Hand has a TikTok popping off at some point very soon tonight. Uh, Get over to 4deep.com. VIP 20 gets 20% off the week. 
month. This is the time of year, guys. Tons of college basketball, football, tennis, fucking hockey, NBA, UFC. Get over. Come fuck. Good luck. Same time. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Tomorrow, 2 p.m. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Let's go!